بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to another live stream um, today, Today's talk um, will be relevant to the month of Ramadan The month of the Quran But however we, try to, we will try to instill some practical elements uh, to this topic insha'Allah now before, before I delve into this topic I want to share with you some wise words uh, that I've heard uh, Once a wise man said Subhanallah, this Qur'an is celebrated in our days But it's celebrated in the wrong ways How, you may ask When you recite the Qur'an, you're given a prize when you recite the Qur'an and beautify your voice, you're given a prize. When you memorize the entirety of the Qur'an or even parts of it, you're given prizes. Even in the masajid, people love to decorate the masjid in the ayat of the Qur'an or decorate the homes with paintings of the ayat of the Qur'an or the masahif written in particular fonts. And you're also given prizes and admired and respected and put forth Yet when you want to apply the Qur'an in its entirety, you're thrown into jail. And some might say, that's a little bit dramatic, don't you think? However, subhanAllah, let's look at across the Muslim world. And let's look even all around the world. We have brothers and sisters in jail because they want to apply the entirety of the Qur'an. Now when they look at the scholars in countless Muslim countries they wanted to enjoin the good, forbid the evil yet subhanallah that's, that's not allowed yet you see when they want to apply or when, you, when the same countries are happy to host Quran competitions in various aspects so in its recitation or memorization and you're given grand prizes now don't, un don't misunderstand me here, that's not to say that those competitions by themselves are wrong, they're not. And bi'ithnillah, everyone with sincere intentions, so on the organizers um, or the judges or even the participants, inshallah all of them with the right intention will get rewards. However, the sad story is, is that a part of the Qur'an is taken, however, and another part is thrown away. Subhanallah. However, if we can take anything from today's talk, it is there is one concept that we need to understand when it comes to our relationship with the Quran. It is the concept of tadabbur. Tadabbur, you might translate it as contemplating or pondering over. But the main resultant in this entire thing is applying, understanding, and applying this Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أفلا يتدبرون القرآن أم على قلوب أقفالها Do they not think deeply or apply تدبر Do, not, do they not think deeply in the Quran or are their hearts locked up يعني from understanding it Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in another verse كتاب أنزلناه إليك مبارك 
ليدبروا آياته وليتذكر أولو الألباب This is a book, the Quran, which we have sent down to you, full of blessings, ليدبروا that they may ponder, contemplate over its verses, and that men of understanding may remember. Subhanallah. So the theme here that we understand is that reciting the Quran, bi'ithnillah, will get rewards. Or uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised us rewards for the one who recites the Quran and there's countless other ahadith. However, the main aspect here is tadabbur contemplating, understanding, which will result in action. Because if you do not understand a thing, you may read it over and over again, yet continue continue with their life without even applying it. SubhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned us through many stories in the Quran about the bad habits and characteristics and actions of the nations that have preceded us. One of it is Banu Israel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us بعد عوض بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومنهم أميون لا يعلمون الكتاب إلا أمانية وإنهم إلا يظنون In Surah Al-Baqarah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in what translates to mean and they among them the Jews أميون unlettered that's how it's translated unlettered people who know not the book but they trust upon the amani, they trust upon their false desires. And they but guess. So that's, that ayah is telling us that they are illiterates. But are we taking it as complete illiterates? They cannot read? There's other verses and other ahadith that tells us, no, they can't read. However, they're illiterate. In terms of understanding the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala They have the book with them But they have no clue what it's talking about And they learn from the book What fits their worldly desires They would be selective in what they would learn And if something would benefit their dunya Then they would take and apply And if it doesn't They'll throw it away and disregard it Subhanallah There's also a hadith that tells us something to that nature Imam Ahmad narrates that the Rasulullah said a statement Then he وسلم, said That would occur or that would happen when knowledge is lost So the Sahaba are inquiring How could, O Messenger of Allah وسلم, How can knowledge be lost When we have studied the Quran And we are teaching it to our children And our children will teach it to theirs Notice Knowledge is equated to Quran but that's not the main aim of the hadith. Let's continue. So, this will occur when knowledge is lost. Sahaba is inquiring, how can knowledge be lost when the Quran is being passed on and we are learning it? And the Rasul says, Woe to you! I thought you were one of the most learned men of Medina. Can't you see the Jews and the Christians are not benefiting from their scriptures, even though that they have their scriptures, the Torah and the Injil, right with them? Subhanallah So they have the Tawrat They have the Injil Yet it's not benefiting them Subhanallah And this is an important matter The stories in the Quran are teaching us uh, An important aspect A The, uh, the stories of the, the nations before us Be aware of them 
learn from their mistakes and do not apply them. And this is an important aspect here. Tadabbur. We have to not glance and recite and move on very quickly. Now, why do I choose to say that? Because we know today's or this month is the month of the Quran. The first aspect when it came, uh, the first aspect that was mentioned about this Quran, or sorry, the, 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 the main aspect that was mentioned about this month, the month of Ramadan, is that Quran was revealed in it. And Alhamdulillah, a lot of the himam, a lot of the people's initiatives and energy and its zeal take it forward to recite the Quran. Alhamdulillah, that's perfect, that's fantastic. But let's pay attention here. Let's pay attention to the concept of tadabbur, learning and applying the Quran. Now one might ask, okay, here you are telling me I have to do tadabbur, but I already apply it in my life. You know, if I if I uh, if I abstain, if I want to abstain from, or if I want to re recite the Quran that tells me anything about abstaining from haram, inshallah, I'll, I apply it, or I'll try my best to apply it. That's fantastic. Move on to the other ahkam, and let's look at the Quran in its entirety. Let's not pick and choose. So that's one. Another aspect is, don't be like the parrot that is that is taught something and merely repeats it without understanding what it is. Now, there's uh, a lot of stories in the Qur'an, there's a lot of ahkam in the Qur'an, and, and inshallah, if uh, people who want to do a khatma go over this, these verses, they'll go over, over them very quickly. But what I'm asking here is, slow down on the verses that you do not understand. Now, am I claiming that everyone's going to understand the Qur'an in its entirety straight away? No. What I'm saying is pause and reflect upon these verses. If you feel like I've just read half this page and I don't understand what I just read, stop and slow down. Now you may choose to continue to finish your khatma, alhamdulillah. But what I urge you to do is on these verses that you do not understand, sit down slow, uh, slowly and, uh, and read it, read the translation, read the, uh, the transliteration, read the tafsir that uh, give you the asbab and nuzul, give you the, the reasons why this revelation was uh, occur or, or the, the, the circumstances around this uh, re revelation of the ayat and a lot of circumstances that happened around this time. And this in itself will allow you to take that extra step, alhamdulillah, in tadabbur. Now, one might ask, but this is, these are the stories and the nations of before us. Surely the times are different. Yes, the times are different, but the stories and the morals and the application of it remains. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows, knows what has happened before and knows what we are going through and knows what will happen in the future. So this Qur'an in its entire revelation is befitting for every time and age. For example, are you a husband? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you about the, your roles and responsibilities. Are you sick or weak? Then you can think of the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam when he was thrown in fire and he was in such a weak state and he turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, there's many du'as that are mentioned in the Quran. Are you hasty or hot-blooded and need a reminder to be patient? Then think about Prophet Ayyub alayhi salam and how he was inflicted and he was patient with his affliction. Are you anxious about the future? 
and you need to instill a dose of tawakkul, then think about the mother of Musa alayhi salam and how, how much tawakkul she had uh, when, th- when she threw the baby or when she threw Musa alayhi salam uh, in a cradle in the, in the river. Do you see injustice? Do you feel like you need to, to see relevant verses about the enjoining the good or forbid the evil? Think about the story of Musa alayhi salam and Harun alayhi salam. How they stood in front of a tyrant and said the truthful word. How Prophet, uh, Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the Sahaba عليهم, endured hardship upon hardships when they, won, when they went forth in the, in the markets and around the Kaaba uh, enjoining the good and forbidding the evil. There are countless stories in the Quran how we can see they can apply in our lives. So there's so the concept of tadabbur can be understood in a way that I need to recite this Quran and I need to understand it in any means possible and see how I can apply it in my life. Yes, the Quran was revealed over 1400 years ago, but the stories and the gems are relevant to us as they were 1400 years ago. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Quran al Azim wa nafana wa iyakum bil ayati wa dhikr al Hakim. والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله